0: Hi, my name is Dahlia. And I'm Eva. And this is our podcast. Hey! We're just two women who come from different backgrounds. I'm a first-generation Jamaican-American, AKA Jamaican, and I live on the East Coast. No children, and I'm single. And I'm African-American, born and raised in Cali. I have a teenage daughter, and I'm in a committed relationship. And we've known each other forever. Sounds about right. Welcome to Hey, That's with three A's and three Y's. Because life is too short to not have fun what up what up good morning what's happening over there brooklyn girl well you know what i got i don't know i must have got a bug up my butt because i got up and i went to the the planet fitness and worked out Mm -hmm. trying to do some stuff and some things um and you know what i realized i realized that um i miss spinning so i know i hadn't bigged up a spinning place before spiked spin. So I'm going to have to make sure to make my way over there and uh, support the sister. Hopefully it's still open. So, but yeah, that's what I did. I woke up this morning and I was doing some, I don't know. I just went too early in the morning. What about you? I, w- I wake up way too early in the morning. What time do you get up? Even on the weekends, I'm up by like 645, 630. Why? Why? I have not body used to getting up early during the week? My, I have not slept until like one o'clock or not even, not even one o'clock, let's say 11 o'clock. Just say 10. I, just say 10. I have not slept un, and like out, like fully out in God, know I can't tell you how many years. And I would love, I see, I hear people talk about that. I'm like, oh, I wonder what that's like. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I got up. Up. I just had to pull myself up out the bed because the dog was like looking at me like, uh, I'm ready to go out. Mm. So, yeah, so that was like about I think I got up about 650 and just um, drunk some water, drank my water and everything and then got him ready and took him out for a walk. And so we 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 do about a, like a 15 minute walk where I just walk him and right. um, came back and um, fed him and then made a little breakfast. And then watching a little bit of Insecure, catching up on that and, you know, and then here, but yeah, I'm like, I just really like to sleep in or just lay in bed till probably at least nine o'clock. I probably can't go no further than that, but at least until nine at least until nine where I feel like, cause I really don't have much to do today. There's a couple of errands to run, but it's real simple. Like, you know, pick up the cleaners, probably go to the grocery store and maybe one more thing that I'm not even thinking of. And that's it really for my day, but right. I got to come back. I got to get to work cause I got other work to do yeah. on the other on the other business side. But yeah, it's just, I. sometimes I just hate getting up so early on weekends. I
0: really want to sleep in, but I can't. I'd love my to sleep up. I'd love to do it too. I mean, I fall when I fall asleep, I fall asleep like a two year old. I'm like out. And then my body just uh, gets up. But I did watch all last weekend. I did watch all of season four of uh, Insecure. And I'm telling you, it really just it it makes me miss my time in um, Cali. Because yeah. uh, in season four, she's carrying around Big Up to Simply Wholesome. That restaurant has been around since, as my mom would say, the devil was a boy. Because <laughs> oh, <yes. laughs> you know, i like- you. used to go there all that. I know you used to always go there because all the time. Because aunt and uncle lived literally, you know, nothing's really walking distance in California, but they literally were about like a 15 to 20 minute walk. From Simply Wholesome. And yes, I used to live in there. And it just, it was so great to see places like, you know, it's always when I watch the show to see places like uh Lamert Park. And I was just reading an interview she did and she was talking about Natalie Ty. I'm like, I used to eat there. So it does, it <laughs> makes me, it makes me miss California. Yeah, it's really really nice.
1: Like just over just the Runyon Canyon when they're you know yes. jogging and walking, the canyon. you get the the you know the the scenic view of the valley or the beach or you know from whatever angle you're at. Inglewood, yeah. like you said, Lamert Park that was really cool. All the people there and stuff and the, the cool restaurants and even on that episode, I forget it was low. Um, I forget it was an episode where she was hanging out by herself and she went to the yeah. patent sip yep yeah she yep, met yep. up with the girls and stuff and like how was she was in the bathroom stall with talking to the girl and she was like we're where the niggas be at and she was like okay depend on what kind of niggas you're trying to meet exactly if you want this thing exactly. you gotta go over here if you want art scenes then you gotta go to silver lake or uh what did she say silver lake or um uh oh my uh, uh los los felis And if you want these, so I was like, okay, you definitely got to have a girlfriend like that, that know what's up. Know where to go. But um, But yeah, it's so
0: true. It's so good. And the writing, I'm going to miss this show so much, but Mm -hmm. I understand they wanted to to go out on top because you don't want to, you do, you don't want to be that series where you're like seven, 10 years in and you're like, Oh, you know, I haven't watched that in a long time. You know, oh, I gotta go back and right. catch it up. You wanna, you know what I'm saying? Keep right. up pop. And I think that she said that the the original idea with her and Prentice penny was to always be uh five seasons in and then, you know, move on. And so it's just yeah. it's so good. It just makes my and you know, and just like even from episode one, because you know, also she's a dark-skinned woman, a dark-skinned black woman, the lighting. Mm-hmm. The lighting in the dark. I'm just like,
1: I need It's amazing. It. She's so gorgeous with her skin tone and all that, just popping with the colors and everything that they wear because she's colorful.
0: Yeah, she
1: is. But she is. yeah, the lighting is amazing. Everybody looks good.
0: I'm trying to see the name of the woman who uh, does the lighting. She's also the woman who directed um, Queen, uh, Queen and Slim. The lighting on there was amazing because it was the same woman um, yeah Mal- it was Melina Matsukis. yes she can come and right now I need lighting so she can come right. she can just follow me around the city and light me up any well, right time, but you know what I mean <laughs> any day of the week so I'm gonna miss it I'm gonna miss the black excellence um and and the realism of it too because in the beginning she wasn't all like Gucci'd out and where she was wearing, like, you know, I shop at Ross dress for less, you right. know, and now she's on the come up. At- but they explained why she dresses much better in season four. It's because she's buying shit and bringing it back. And she was I always know. getting it and returning it and stuff right. like that. She definitely, she definitely, her outfits always looked like
1: she was a thrift, thrift store
0: shopper yes 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 yeah very eclectic realistic I'm so tired of people like oh I'm working class and all this other stuff then how how are you wearing the stuff that you're wearing so I definitely definitely and then I you know I guess we can talk about uh, the episodes as we go along but the music half the time I miss going on because I am shazamming I'm like, wait a minute. Who is this? I'm I'm sure that there's a playlist out there, but a good portion of the time, I am just shazamming everything. And it's also because um, I'm not sure which season, but I know Solange was the music director of one season and then Raphael Sadiq. From Tony Tony
1: Tony he's always good yeah
0: he's oh, always good how do you find all this music I get on Spotify and I'm listening to the same old shit I listen to yesterday. yeah it's so it's so it's a lot it's you know there's
1: definitely different genres out there and it's a lot of artists new artists or artists that's been around that we haven't even heard of because it's not even on our radar on in our like catalog of music we listen to because if we listen yeah. to a certain kind of music it'll always be like okay this is a suggestion for you you know if you like this kind of music we right. suggest but you'll you're like if you just kind of click off of someone a little different because I'll do like uh, BJ the Chicago Kid like I'll listen to some of his stuff is different so I'll listen to BJ the Chicago Kid radio like on, on right. Spotify right, right. so everything around in that genre would kind of come up. Sometimes some uh, um, music soul child might pop up on there or um, 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 uh, Raheem Devon might pop up on there, but I'll get like a whole nother type of artist on there that I never heard. And I'm like, oh, okay, that sounds dope. So I just try to like get out of that, listening to the same type of R&B artists and something like that and just you know jump on someone that's kind of new and the music a little different and then listen to that radio and that kind of genre of music will continue to play so i get you know exposed to something new and different
0: yeah yeah i mean it's not you know when we were growing up you'd listen to the radio you couldn't choose you know you listen to the radio and it was was. right yeah yeah i mean and you know there was a lot more diversity and you know a lot of times you know people just sound the same and whatnot but um you know, insecure does not disappoint on the music. Yeah. The um, music be on point. it be, be on the music. Point. The music.
1: The music be on point. But um yeah, so uh yeah, so I'm looking forward to
0: season five, I think yeah, tomorrow. Yeah. tomorrow. Tomorrow. And then the then the very last yeah. the very last episode airs the day after Christmas. So I think okay. I'll probably I'll probably be down uh south with my family. Um, because, you know, band life. Boop, boop. So um, speaking of band life, uh, you know, I'm going to take like a couple of trips, um, maybe two little baby trips, one with uh, my mom, just to make sure that, you know, we do not kill each other. Oh, I shouldn't say that because, well, I mean, that's just our relationship, um, you know, because she will, she will work a sister's, sister's nerve, I just want to make sure that, you know, she completely understands, you know, what exactly it means to be in a camper van. Because when I went on my trip for for two weeks, she like she was like, well, where are you going to sleep? And I'm like in the van. In the bed that you saw in the van, so um, we actually, uh, I actually had to drive it and park it at my uh, cousin's place, and um, mm-hmm. she, uh, she was like, "Oh, this is beautiful. This is great." So we'll take like a mini trip. A cousin is having Thanksgiving, so we'll, maybe that'll be our little mini trip to kind of try it out and see how she likes it, so that when the big drive to you know to head south for the winter you know, she's on board and stuff like that, but, you know, I wanted to touch on, um, Gabby Petito and Brian Laundrie, which is, you know, the young couple, uh, who everybody's been talking about, and they're like, oh, watch out for van life. No, mm -mm, that doesn't have anything to do with van life, um, but, you know, of course, uh, I feel really bad for Gabby Petito's family, because, you know, you look at her, and, you, you know, whenever you see these people, the younger, like the 20 somethings or whatever. And you're like, wow, you know, they're missing out on so much. So um, as we know, they had gotten into some kind of altercation and I don't know if it got physical, but the police was called in and then Brian went back home without her. And um, the thing that, that kind of bothers me about it is that I don't remember them ever referring to him as a suspect. If you are the last person to see this woman, how are you not a suspect? And then right. also I can't say what I think it was Wyoming where it was that where it happened. Um I can't sit, speak on that but I just kind of wonder if things would have gone differently with the cops if this was a black couple. Because I understand that it is a domestic kind of thing because, you know, they're in a relationship. But Mm -hmm. they, why weren't they taken into custody? I believe it was a situation where it was like, okay, just stay away from each other for the night. No, this, uh, somebody was assaulted. Either he hit her or she hit him. Take them into the police station, book them, do everything that you're supposed to do. And so I wonder if, and of course, this is just supposition. If they were taken into um, custody, then you because I think it may have been Gabby who had like maybe hit Brian. I'm not. A, I, that's what I'm I'm thinking. And then you call her her family. I have a feeling that her family be like, nah, this trip over this trip is over. You right. you're coming home, you coming home
1: because then her so they family, got into it after when they were on wherever trip they went to the road trip oh, or whatever. During, so that's during, where they got, during, during, the, okay.
0: during the road trip. I guess they were engaged to be married. They decided to call off the engagement, but thought that it would be a good idea to get into a tin box and drive cross country. And that is why, you know, you have to, uh, what, you know, I'm thinking of as I journey into this life part-time is that you have to be, you know, just because you have a good relationship with somebody, that doesn't mean you should be in a box with them. I mean, it's just, it's traveling and now you're traveling and you're in a very enclosed space. So, um, and now- They're they're um, young and not knowing, they're young and not knowing that, but
1: something, so- I mean, and the thing is, is like you're engaged, you would be married, you're in love, blah, 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 blah. And then you break up and, you know, how in between that time, you decide that you guys want to take a little road trip just to spend some time, talk, whatever, whatever. And then something goes awfully left.
0: Very much left. Yeah.
1: Um, So you said the police were called? The police were called. It's on video. The police were called. They've just (laughs) been like, yeah. 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 If it was, yeah, I, I believe, if it was a black couple, they probably would have been arrested, especially if they both put their hands on each other or something, or if there was evidence, or because who called? You have to. Somebody have called. To. Somebody, Somebody called. Else called.
0: Somebody else called and thought that it was a big enough deal to call nine. Right. For the, to call them on exactly. So I so. would. Yeah, I probably wouldn't have.
1: I mean, just thinking back, looking back at myself at twenty two. Um. I probably would have been very, very uncomfortable even thinking about having to get back in the vehicle with this dude after we get into an altercation and oh the God, police has been called. Um, And 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 the thing too is like, I'm it's thinking you know, how how far, how far away am I from home that my parents could come get me? Do, do I have money? Cause it, cause it, was, it sounded like they was like on a, like on a van life road trip where they were sleeping inside the big because on what i read so I don't know if they had money money to go get a room or something because I probably would have just played all the way victim with whoever called the police and be like I don't have no place I'm afraid I don't you know kid was there any rooms or I don't know I would have just had the police probably just take me take me to the station and let me call my parents to come get me
0: because they were tiktok famous I believe so I you know that also played into it and Mm -hmm. um you know as far as uh being taken. Yeah, I mean, and I mean, I can understand because you know, my older sister used to be a cop, and she used to say that the worst cause, one of the worst calls to go on was domestic violence. Because yeah, as, as people see the cops show up, they're like, Oh no, don't take them and da-da-da. But by then, right, if the cops see that there was some kind of altercation, something happened, they're supposed yeah. to take you in. So that has always kind mm-hmm. of run into my mind, like. Would she still be here if the cops had truly done their job, truly done their job? Maybe. This
1: is just to separate and diffuse that situation or something like that. Because if you're still in that moment of anger or whatever is going through and you back together again and you moving forward, that shit doesn't diffuse automatically. You still be, you still be pissed. I know I will. You should be pissed off, mad and the argument continues. So you didn't snap food and
0: you don't put hands on that girl and you killed that girl. Yeah, he did. He did. And now he's dead. And now I don't know if you know, but now he's deceased because, and then and here's the thing find his body in whatever park that just his just a few days ago in. yeah and whatever park what was the last. it was like no 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 i think it was like within the last 48 hours or something like that right and so and so now he's had the luxury quote unquote of going out the way he wanted to go out he had right. you know what i'm saying he didn't he was never like as as far as i remember he was never said to be a suspect his family, you know, oh, we're working with the family and da-da-da and all this other business. From day one, he should have been taken it. Like I said, from, day from one. the time when he they had the last that one time with them. Yeah, they yeah. They, okay. He should have been. Okay. So
1: they find her, they find her body, and then what you say for eight hours his or I'm, shortly after?
0: No, no, no. no. How, how, eight how, hours, how, no, no, no. He just killed himself. He was able what, Yeah. To, yes. Yeah. So, yeah,
1: so he couldn't take it. He couldn't live with that guilt. He know he did it and he took her life and now he's willing to go out and be dead too. Now he can't live. Yeah. Because now you know you're about to go to jail for life when they really find out and figure out what's going on. And I believe his parents probably knew what happened. He probably told them because why did, yeah, they, I mean- You know, I don't know.
0: Because they were like, oh, we know that he likes to go to this park and then a national park to go hiking. And the the police went and didn't find anything. And I believe then the parents were like, well, I know that he he likes to go to this area. So that's where we're going, just so you know. And the police go. And then all of a sudden they find belongings that belong to him. So they probably won't put up on no accessories or anything like that. So so they just uh, they
1: just come to term come to terms with the fact that they're going to have to bury their son. This is this is what he did and to her and this is what happened. This is the outcome and they're going to have to everybody have to live with losing their children.
0: Yeah, and hopefully over, they, don't, they don't they don't have a doubt in their mind and think, "Well, maybe he just felt guilty because somebody did this to her." No, your son. Did. No. Yeah, he did that. He yeah, did that. Yeah, yeah. He so, did that. So on behalf of the van Life community of which I've just put my little pinky toe in, not my whole foot, but just my pinky toe, you know, you just, you. it's just like traveling. You have to figure out um, who you're traveling with and you have to Feel comfortable where you are, where you're stopping, where you're sleeping over and all that other kind of stuff and make sure that you're built for it. It's not for everybody. So but um, but there will be more on that uh, later on. You, know, I so
1: so you,
0: were, you were talking about. um,
1: we We're talking about, oh, insecure and the lighting and all that on the set. And I wanted to segue back. I think it would be a good segue to two things. Mm. um the show that you love and watch every every morning but also the oh. alec baldwin because we're
0: talking oh. we're talking show Woo. Woo. so we're okay. talking okay yeah so let's let's talk alec baldwin let me pull up my yeah. little notes here he i know he's
1: feeling real horrible about this right now they right? have like he pictures got. of
0: him and and i i see oh, the pictures oh, and i'm on and i'm like i i'm I don't we, I don't know if we need to see these pictures, but because yeah. he's very he's very distraught behind it. And good, yeah. Um, right. So and it says an assistant director handed Alec Baldwin a prop firearm and yelled cold gun before mm-hmm. the actor fired and killed cinematographer Hel- Helena Hutchins and injured director Joe Sousa, according to a court document. Yeah. So let me ask you. In the year 2021 of our Lord, why a prop gun still having any kind of live rounds after Bruce Lee, the Bruce Lee's one and only heir apparent, Brandon Lee, was killed from a prop gun? I just, I don't understand it.
1: Well, look, they still continue to use them. I mean, from that, from that happened, what, in 99 or... I'm looking um, at up right now. That happened in... 1993. 93. Okay, so that happened in 93.
0: Look, they haven't stopped using that, Dolly, and they're not. But here's they, the you thing. Know, but, if you can put somebody in space, if you can make me believe that people are in space, Dune is out now, I think, today, all these things... Why can't you somehow just do something with the prop gun?
1: And that's make- very very important. That's that you dealing with a firearm on set, it's a western movie or whatever, most of these action movies whatever you're using a gun, but th- that that is probably one of the most important jobs there on that
0: set. And it's negligence. No lie- yeah. How do you say, how do you say cold gun without opening up the gun and seeing if there are right. rounds in it? Right. It should be. But it should, or, maybe, maybe. or maybe what it should be is that you open up the gun, see if there are rounds, close it back and then still shoot it down to the ground. I don't know, because then it can ricochet right. off the ground. But they, they, yeah. I just don't know.
1: Yeah, that's unfortunate because a few yeah. people going to be involved. The guy who said this is a cold gun handed the gun to whoever, whether it was him who checked it or he got it from the person who's supposed yeah. to be over and checking it. Yeah. Um, so there's, I'm sure they're going to probably introduce uh, a new protocol on using prop guns or what or what have you. But this is like what I don't know. It's Eighteen
0: years in the making.
1: It's unfortunate. Yeah, it's a long time. And, and probably because we haven't heard of anything, nothing like this else has happened since Brandon Lee's death on that set. Um, And so now we fast forward now. So it, and, and trust me, people probably were really checking halfway, checking those guns in between these 18 years leading up until what just happened recently. Exactly. Everything just happened yeah. to work out. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. No one just happened to thank goodness, thank God, got hurt or anything like that. But this is this is the wake up call. Obviously, this know. is.
0: And here's the thing for me: if that is my job to hand off guns, I'm opening it, even if it doesn't say on the call sheet or the protocol. For me and my own peace of mind. I'm gonna open up that gun and I'm gonna spin it, okay? No rounds, even before even before I hand it to the actor. Okay. Let me check one last time. Brrr. I just, I don't
1: get it. Well, yeah, because you, you're the, you're, you're one, you're a responsible person. You want to make sure that everything, anything that involves you and in your part of the job on that set is covered. So you definitely don't want anything to fall back on you in case something happens. Mm-hmm. They'll be like, well, Dahlia, because nobody's trying to hear Dahlia. No one's trying to hear no, you. We're not. <laughs> no, we're not doing, we're not doing. It. So we're going to always take those extra step or two, just yes. double check yes. and make sure uh, that everything is safe and the person who's going to be firing it towards another person, that they're not hurt because I would want someone to take those extra steps for me if that was their position in dealing with a prop gun. So it's just levels of people who's just whether you're responsible on doing some shit or not. I'm not saying the guy was irresponsible, but maybe he did check it and something was still there or maybe you missed it. I don't know, but you need to be checking that. That that needs to be yeah. I wonder- like checked. I and going what, through probably three different people to make sure that it's checked right. before it's handed off to the actor.
0: I was about to say, I wonder what the protocol is because apparently you get it out of the, the this box and there's a bunch of guns in there, go, cold guns. Who puts the gun in there and says, okay, this gun belongs in the cold gun box. So there was a, a bunch of failures, a whole bunch of failures yeah. leading up to this. And I cannot imagine you you shooting you shoot what you think is a prop gun and then realize that you actually shot somebody you actually shot somebody and they now they end up dying so
1: look first of all if prop gun or what any guns that's on the set using for the the movie the film shouldn't shit be in there period what's what how did something even get in there what if you're I, making, I, maybe, I would, I would you think in Hollywood, you make, prop guns. I'm sure you purchase prop guns. You know what I'm saying? That in that Hollywood, that I'm that sure that. you're not going to just to buy a gun and make sure it's totally empty and we using that. I would think that those would be manufactured somewhere and made specifically for Hollywood specific, yeah, specifically because it's not for a gun set. gun. It's, a prop it's gun. not a gun gun. So that is a prop gun. So these are made specifically for, you know, sets and stuff like that. Now, how any type of ammunition or anything that gets in there—that's beyond me. Somebody got some explaining to do. Somebody got some explaining to do. That is for sure. Yeah, someone got some explaining to do. Mm. So, what's up with your girls on the on the View? What's happening with you? Well, as I don't watch the View, I know you
0: do. As I've said before, I get my news from the View, the Breakfast Club, Hot ninety seven, and I can't figure out where else, and probably Instagram, but uh, with some back checking. Lord have mercy, Condoleezza Rice was on The View. And, um, you know, you kind of forget, you know, when time passes, because I remember her being there side by side with Bush, who, you know, people seem to forget was really a shitty ass president. And it always just kind of like, I always wondered, what is this sister doing with Bush and Cheney and all those other guys and whatever. So so she's on The View and um, uh, retired general Colin Powell passed away, um, Jamaican-American, love him. Um, And so she's talking about him and I'm like, oh yeah, because she worked with him, she worked closely with him. And then they come up to start talking about critical race theory. And if this woman didn't go mammy, or what I like to call a Sambo sister, because you know what a Sambo is. She's always been like that to me. But I I thought, and I agree, but I thought when she came on, her discourse in the beginning was made sense. And then she comes up Mm -hmm. with this thing. Um, she said a lot of things. She also did um say, uh, Sonny, Sunny, I'm not finished. And Sunny's <laughs> my girl. Um, and then she finished and still didn't make any sense. Oh, I'm a I'm a political scientist and da-da-da-da. And I, I need to know exactly who was asked the question when they were asked it. And I'm like, no, you don't. You've never done that. So let's not go there. But what she right. said, what she said in regards to critical race theory. Um Look it up, people. Don't need to go down that hole of it not even being taught in schools anyway, uh, especially on the elementary level, level. I would like black kids to be completely empowered to know they are beautiful in their blackness. OK, that's the setup. But, And we know the word but negates everything before that. Right. But right. in order to do that, I don't need to make white kids feel bad for being white, Rice explained. This is a conversation that I think has gone in the wrong direction. Now, history is history is history. And when you tell history, did you ever think that there would be a white kid that says never again? That there's a white kid Who would be a bigger advocate than any other advocate that you can find? That there wouldn't be a race of young white kids to say, you know what? Let me look at my classmate differently and know that, you know, we got to do things differently than we have been in the past. What do you, in Germany, they teach full on Holocaust. Is it to make the little German kids feel bad? No, it's so that you do not forget. You will go on class trips to Auschwitz or to like um, one of the uh, the uh, Holocaust death camps. My understanding is that they also have plaques. This is the site where this happened. This is the site where this happened. Why can't Americans do it? And why are you- Right, why are you cap- education. Yeah, why are right. you taping and, and doing your mamma dance for them? They need to know. They need to know the everybody needs to
1: know. They need they need to know. They need to know the 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 real history and not what has been in the books that we've learned and read when we were in school, which was bullshit. And trust me, the little small portion when it came to like the uh, the black history part in the history book, black people were slaves. probably was a half a page or a page given that if it was that everything else the indians had a lot nothing to guess it was all interesting but when i want to read about my people it was really it was barely a mention in the book so i really didn't care about all that of the civil war everybody was an enemy to get right. it to the natives was an enemy
0: black people it, were it, enemies it was, okay.
1: right uh, yeah so they need to know the the real history because a lot of people didn't know anything about uh what was that the 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 burnings the Oklahoma burnings yeah black people didn't know Elsa. about that and
0: mm-hmm. a lot of white in people Elsa. didn't even know about even that people in Oklahoma didn't even know about it
1: because people stopped talking about it you know our old old old, old uh, black people are if it's something just so traumatic and so horrible that has happened they really try to erase it from their memory and don't even want to speak of it it was so bad and it just it was, yeah. it, it was just so horrible. So one, a few people might have talked about it to their kids and continued the story on. And that's where it continues to live. And then hopefully those people get interviewed and can really tell the story. But a lot of people just don't talk about stuff like that. The and trauma not the, and everything. Not no the only, one talks about
0: it. That's not the only city or the only town that was after right. that got burnt down. And then Mm -hmm. then, so then now when you say, oh, well, all these, you know, why can't, you know, you pull up yourself by your bootstrap. We have a history of doing that. And you have the American government, the American system, white supremacy has a history of every time we try and take a step forward. Here you come with that cane pulling us back so that we cannot survive, so that we cannot thrive. So, right. Don't want us to. Don't want to see it. I had Condoleezza. I don't know. Then she, she, I don't know. I have, wow. have to find it. She made some comment. Well, my parents, you know, I grew up in the segregated South and my parents told me that that is your blackness is somebody else's problem. I'm paraphrasing. That is somebody else's mm-hmm. problem. They didn't, they had no idea that I would raise to these heights and da, 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 And I'm sure that they didn't think that you'd be caping for the man who kept you segregated. Right.
1: Exactly. She's tripping. She's on some old silly ass shit, and it sounds like she kind of came on there ready.
0: It, it don't ready it, to go. There. It,
1: don't yeah, it? Yeah, it sound like she already came into her mind like, yeah, if they come for me, if someone says something to me, asks me something, I'm just gonna let them have it, or I'm just gonna, you know. And it's like well, just go in there and just have a conversation. Because, That's
0: all because they they're always looking for a black person. See. Look what Candace Owens said, see? Look what the Larry Elder said, see? They don't speak for me. <laughs> <laughs> they <laughs> do not speak for me. They definitely do not mm-hmm. speak for me. And not even speak for me. can go keep mm-hmm. a in open-toes Yeah, and I'm right. right. They crack up her. Well,
1: even, even her doing head. that whole Bush administration, I really, I just her energy and just her face. I don't I it just felt like she was in us in there with this, you know, with the old white man gang. Mm-hmm. Probably really didn't have a voice, even though she had her title or whatever, but probably didn't really have a voice in that. It was just maybe it was their way of having some diversity inclusion type stuff exactly. going on. Exactly. But hey, look, we got a power, power, we got a black woman. Exactly. That's and it. we got a woman. Mm-hmm. And But you be quiet and don't say nothing. You just go along with everything. That's it if you want to keep your job. And that's basically what, that's what the impression I got from her. Colin Powell did speak for the people and he just seemed like he was, a. I, I respected him more. I don't know. I just had a little bit more respect for Colin Powell at the time than her. Because even if it came up, even if he had the hard question thrown at him, he answered it. He asked, he didn't run from it. He answered it very with diplomacy and tact and just let you know, you know, and, and, and stuff. So I, 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 there was more respect for her. She was just like a puppet to me.
0: Yeah. And see, and, and my thing with uh, Colin Powell, his name is, okay. So I read, is it my American life? I didn't finish it. I got to finish it. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I started reading it a long time ago. Um, And in it, his his name is not Colin Powell. It is Colin Powell. But when he entered, Colin. yeah. But when he entered the military, guess what? There was somebody senior whose name was Colin Powell. So mm-hmm. just like in Hollywood, you can't have two Vanessa Williams. He went with Colin Powell. So that's one thing. Mm-hmm. And then okay. also he talks about oh um, he dropped two he dropped one of the L's out of his name is that what it was or I what? don't know I think it's just the pronunciation it's just the- okay you know. and then and then also um, what I got from the book was uh, that when you're in the military and your superior tells you something there's no room for questioning you can't say well should we th-? you. You told to do something and you do it. Do it. My brother-in-law mm-hmm. was in the military. Um, and I remember talking to him and um, because he's a real quiet guy. And I was like, Oh, so what did you do in the military? And he said, I was airborne. I was like, Oh, child, so you you flew planes? He's like, No, I jumped out of planes. He joined the military when he was like 17, 18. And mm-hmm. they would just fly, open up the side door, and he jumped out. Didn't even know where he jumped into. Yep because yes right. because they get you when We're you're done so when when your superior tells you something you do it or you get you, you might get written up you might get court court marshaled or whatever it is whatever court that is right. and so as far as the whole thing with Iraq and I just feel like he was put out to be the scapegoat to push the Iraq war like his mm-hmm. superior who is the president said this is the narrative we're going with. I don't think he had much of a choice because people do talk about that. and like, oh, he pushed for the amount, whatever. I believe right. in my, my Jamaican uh, countrymen. So, and then also, and then just one last thing that I do remember from the book is um, Alma, his wife. Let me make sure it is Alma. Um, he was ready to go off to uh, war and... Uh, he was uh, saying, will you wait for me? And she was like, nigga, nah, I don't see no ring on my finger. <laughs> exactly. I, I, if I remember correctly. And of course she did not say that because she got a lot more class than I do. But right. she was like, no, nope, I will not. So, you know, and they've, you know, been together for since God knows how, uh, you know. Since the since the dev, the devil was a child. Um, uh-huh. Yes, 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 yes. So um yeah, it's sad to hear. Um, sad to hear these people are using his death as a reason to not get the vaccine. The man, just on the loan, the man was 84 years old. He was right. battling cancer. Just one of those things by themselves makes you compromise and makes you more susceptible. So 84. Plus cancer, plus I want to know who went around an 84 year old man battling cancer and didn't, didn't, whatchamacallit, and didn't, wasn't tested to make sure that you weren't, you know, that you didn't have the virus. Somebody messed Girl, up. Bro, these people don't care. They, they look. They don't care. They will
1: come around. You don't even know where people been at. You don't know what they've been doing, and they will come around. They will come around you. Like I have this this one guy. He had he tested for COVID over at my job. He was out. He had came through the office on on like that Thursday before and was saying, "Yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't taste anything or something." Like one of the coworkers here, <laughs> they was like, "You need to get your." you need to get your ass up out of here. So he leaves, but the fact that you still come up in the office and you say you can't test any oh, Like I why would you come me. in the I can't taste it. But why would you even come in the office and then you leave and then you stay it. out for two weeks. Exactly. And then you come back you come back and uh you back up in the office. So they because there's a testing place right next door to us. So you could literally just go next door and like test. So they had them go test and everything came back right. But my thing is like, no mask, no entry, no exceptions. That was on the wall. Scott put that up on our door. So it's like, I got to put that back up over here because look, don't come in here in my space, in my enclosure, with no mask on. I'm not. When you see me walk out of the out of my office, my mask is on. Whether I'm going to the bathroom, wash my hand, go to the kitchen to go talk to someone, my mask is yeah. on. When yeah. I'm in my office, my mask is right on my desk. It's off, but when someone comes, and even if right. they step at my door to talk, I put it on. But don't, don't like, don't. And some people are vaccinated, but just don't come up and I don't. I just don't feel comfortable with you after knowing you've had COVID back in my office and in my, and in my space. Yes. Like, nigga, give me 40, give me 45 more, more, more,
0: days. Yeah. See, and here's the thing though, as we know, even if you're vaccinated, you can still carry it. Like even still, this, yeah. this week I'm, I'm mulling over. I probably will go into the office this week. Um, and so in order to do so, I had to upload my vaccination and then you do have to wear your mask Um, at your desk. And as you walk around, if you're in a room by like a conference room, I believe like by yourself or I don't know if you have to still wear your mask. It it depends on, I guess, how many people are in the conference room. So I'm going to check it out and see what all the deal is. But yeah, I think that the biggest conversation is why is somebody who clearly should not have been around an 84 year old with cancer around him, but rest in peace, Colin Powell.
1: Disrespectful. Just disrespectful. Yes, disrespectful. Rest, um, rest in peace.
0: Rest in peace, Colin Power. No, um, but yeah, to switch gears though, um, I like that new TV show, Queens, with Eve, oh, Brandy, Victoria okay. Naughton, and a new woman who I've never seen before, but she did a great job mm-hmm. as well, uh, Nadine Velasquez. And it's kind of like, what would happen if, well, Escape did get back together that I don't know. I think that was a little bit messy. But uh, <laughs> let's say, you know, TLC got back together, even though Lisa's gone. But I mean, I think it's I think it's a good concept. And um, I I just watched. They, they only released one so far it was the series premiere. And I do I did enjoy it. And I'm looking forward to continue watching it. I think it's something that I would continue to watch. And you just forget, Eve can spit. (laughs) You see Eve over in England and she's like, yes, darling, I'm going off to the races and I'm wearing my- She's about to have her baby. I'm I'm wearing my fascinator hat, yes. And she's about to have her her, baby baby and everything like that and become a new mom. You know, and all, and and put the baby in the pram, and uh, and I think instead of diapers, they wear they wear nappies and all that. Good other for thing. her, <laughs> but Good oh my her. god, when she gets on that mic, because you remember when Eve hit.
1: Yeah, Eve, Eve was, was popping. Eve. I'm
0: gonna have to check it out because I was gonna look at it
1: last night because I was trying to find something to watch. And I started it and I was like, mm, I don't know if I'm not, I don't, I wasn't sure. So I will, I will Sometimes check it, it out. It
0: takes more than one viewing. Sometimes you got to be in the right headspace. But I yeah, just, I only I look- got to the part where she ran into her dude in the room with the girl, with the girl,
1: yeah. and the girl was telling her how pretty she was and all that type of stuff. And then I stopped. I'm like, okay, I'll get into it, but. I've seen this story many times.
0: Yeah, but you never know where it's going to go. And then also, yeah, I'll check it out. Yeah, and then also seeing Brandy, and you're like, God damn, you are a swish a, a swift 25. How old is Brandy? Brandy's like 41, 2, 43. Okay. She looked good. They all look good. You know what I'm saying? Brandy is yeah. 42 blessed years old. Brandy. They look good. They look good. She was sitting up in the room just yesterday. I know. <laughs> Thinking about you. Um, <laughs> okay, girl. So but yeah, I don't know. I just think it's enjoyable. Um, and then uh what else? Oh, you know me. I love me some red table talk, and I love that um Taraji P. Henson's peace of mind is back. Um, she, uh, spoke to Megan V. Stallion. I don't know. I love Megan. And I'm just, I think it's, it's because she's just really unapologetically her. And I hope that she stays that way. I hope that she stays focused and a- above the fray. Um, I did watch her Instagram after she was, I guess you have to say, allegedly shot by Tori Lanez. Where she was just upset and distraught because all these people like, oh, it didn't really happen and, and, and all this other stuff. It's like, okay, well, believe black women, especially if they've been shot. And they tried to cover up for him and he's got no kind of remorse. Why did why his ass ain't in Canada where he from, I still don't know. Right. But um, but yeah. she was talking about her uh her boyfriend, um, a rapper called uh partisan party fontaine. Don't know who he is, but I don't know who most of the, the, the young people these days are. Right. But she said something and she said, he makes my heart feel good. And I'm like, okay, okay. I'm glad for her. I'm glad. That, yeah. 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 Especially when you talk about black women and love and deserving of love and not having to prove that we are worthy of this, that, or the other thing. So, Hmm. Yeah. 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 But that is all that I had. I think we covered what we wanted to cover. Okay. Sounds good. Sounds good. Also. Okay. So as we wind uh, down here, um, I do want to send a shout out to myself because I'm a semi-finalist in the Big Apple Film Festival for screenplay right That's what's up. Yeah, for my script, Cindy, which is a modern retelling of the Cinderella story, and I'll leave it at that.
1: I think that would be so bomb. I would really like to see that. Yeah, I would too, sure. Pretty yeah, lovely, I really you know? would like to see that, uh, for mm-hmm, real. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. It's completely different from all the retelling of all the Cinderella's out there. So somebody break me off some some ducats and uh, we'll make this bad boy happen. Um, right. You know, what else? Um... Who should I be picking up? I can't think of anybody really. You know what? I'm a big up Safe Light. Safe Light repair, Safe Light replace. <laughs> Cause the windshield on Ella Luis, my van, um, got broken, parked it at my mama house, and what looks like a tree fell on my uh windshield and cracked it. And Safe Light came out. One little skinny dude was able to replace that windshield i'm like my god what did they do back in the day before you know all these suction cups and things were around
1: right uh, yeah to get the that window out of there and replace it mm-hmm. yep.
0: yep so i definitely am bigging them up and uh thank you for doing that and um okay so you can find me on ig at brooklyn flower um also a the podcast and i have uh, my youtube channel link in bio um if you want to reach out and what about you they
1: can find me at a podcast on ig and life as Eva Renee I wanted to big up um I do to big uh a b f f what are they I, they're the American Black Film Festival which mm-hmm. is like up and running and and starting yeah. up so I used to go to that when polls. I was in Cali Yes, I want to yes. go to one again. I really want to go check one out. I think they're back in Florida. Miami. Can go to I one they, in Florida. Yeah, I did long time ago, years yeah, ago. Many, many years and, um, ago. I definitely want to get back into that going. Um, I want to big up, um, I mean, shout out Copy AI. Have you heard of Copy AI? <clears throat> What's that? There, it's it's, a, it's, a, it's a, a site where you can, I think they give you like a seven day trial, but anybody who's starting up a business online and things like that, I think will be good. Who's trying to, or, 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 um, who was having trouble with coming up ooh, with content? Oh, yeah. uh,
0: <laughs> the content? <laughs> people, cause y'all, cause they can't see, but Eva over here oh my rubbing God, her eyes and her eyelashes. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. <laughs> her eyelashes. Oh, I'm going to take the day off.
1: <laughs> I'm like woo, so um. Yeah, so I've I've uh, been checking it out. It's really cool because you can. It's like a seven day. You can get a trial uh, free for like seven day, and um, you can just kind of type in the type of business you have or like a line or something. W- what your mm-hmm. service is it it you know it has like different drop down menus like if you look needed for social media for blogging for blah blah blah, blah. and it just automatically creates content oh wow. you know writing content wow. so you can take that like, oh this sounds good the way they write and word things and you could just you know edit it yourself to where you want to add more of course but it really takes the 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 time out of thinking about content coming up with this and this is for people who really struggle with it I, sometimes i have my writer's block a lot of times i do come up with my own content but it's a good go-to tool but it's copyai.com
0: okay That's so really uh, so for the music uh scary mike on soundcloud uh, our engineer is uh, underscore M-I-K underscore nation. Am I doing that right? I think so. Um, and then also I have a hashtag, hashtag city girl band life. And, you know, if you want to follow my uh, journeys and whatnot. And so, and that's it, you know? So, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You, my been, my you, mama, on you guys check
1: out, check on your strong friends too. That's, that's right. That.
0: Okay. That's it. Talk I to you later. Okay. Bye. bye. bye.